Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Credible.com is an online marketplace that gets you pre-qualified student loan refinancing rates from up to 10 different lenders. It helps people get out of student loan debt, and if you've got student loan debt, you can benefit from this product with a lower rate. You can save on interest or lower your monthly payment. It's more money in your pocket. With a shorter loan term, you can get debt-free faster, consolidate all your student loan bills in one place. Serious peace of mind. Credible customers have given awesome reviews about how much better their lives have been after refinancing their student loans. On Credible, you see actual pre-qualified rates from up to 10 lenders, whereas with some online marketplaces, you'll get ranges of rates or ballpark estimates. It only takes a couple of minutes to check rates. Checking rates doesn't impact your credit. They never sell your data, so you won't receive spam and phone calls from dozens of lenders. We know how much we don't like that. Please visit Credible.com slash Dan. That's C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash D-A-N. And when you refinance your student loans using this link, they'll give you a $200 gift card. Fill in a couple of pieces of info to check what rates you are eligible for. Again, that's Credible.com slash Dan. Refinance your student loans. And you know what? Start saving now. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Hour two on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. No matter how long you can stay, we hope to entertain you, give you a little bit of a diversion, given everything that's going on in the world. In the world of sports, we're going to be entering weekend number two with basically no sports. And one of the things the coronavirus has made us realize is how sports often define our viewing habits. People at home are scrambling to find something to watch. And, of course, I know it's not the number one priority or even close, but it is a reminder to appreciate what we have when everything comes back to normal. We love the NCAA tournament. We would be getting ready to start that. And uh, yeah, spring training, you've got basketball and hockey would be ramping up as well. And they say the uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So I'm not worried about the state of sports in some ways. This crisis underscores the deep love that we have for silly games, but I don't think the fans are the only ones who feel that way. I'm sure the athletes themselves will come back out of this with a new appreciation for fans, and hopefully that time will come soon. And uh, when we get back to some kind of normalcy, I just saw where the Lakers self-quarantine after four Nets tested positive for coronavirus, and you go back to the Lakers playing the Nets on March 10th at Staples, And the four players testing positive, three without symptoms. Kevin Durant told The Athletic he was one of the three asymptomatic players. Seven NBA players have tested positive. Until Tuesday, the Lakers were allowed to use their facility for individual workouts. Other players could be in the building as long as they used different courts. Only a member of the coaching staff could be present to help each player. And it was under those circumstances that LeBron James and his sons visited the team facility over the weekend. And uh, James watched as his 12-year-old son, Bryce, and his uh, 15-year-old son, Bronny, were uh, working on their games. Uh, so they're going to be out for two weeks, self-quarantined for two weeks. And, uh, you know, everybody keeping an eye on this. I saw where the mayor of New York City, uh, de Blasio, said, uh, why is Kevin Durant, why are the Nets getting these coronavirus tests? Shouldn't it be used on people in, you know, extreme situations, those who are in critical condition? You know, rich people get access to things. That's just the way of the world. You can buy health care. You know, you don't – if you want to pay for something, you don't have to go through your, you know, medical provider, insurance provider. It's out of pocket. And probably what happened with Kevin Durant. He wanted to know if he had tested positive. 
and uh, the other players on the Nets team. I, I will say this, though. There are already younger people saying, hey, I didn't really follow the coronavirus. Kevin Durant tested positive. Like, I think it caught our attention, if you're a little bit older, that Tom Hanks and his wife tested positive for the coronavirus. Durant is going to get a lot of people's attention. Now, he's asymptomatic, so that's different. You know, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, you may not, you know, take it as serious as you need to. Kevin Durant has it. Kevin Durant can get it. Anybody can get it. That might be the thought process here. I understand the mayor, Bill de Blasio, saying, hey, you know what? This, these tests need to go to the right people. You know, privilege, you know, comes with a price there. Uh, if you want something like this, you need it, you're going to be able to get it, and you just sidestep uh, health insurance there. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com. We'll check in with uh, the temperature of the city of Boston. And we'll talk to Glenn Ordway, their great uh, radio show host up there, uh, WEEI. And we'll talk to Glenn coming up a little bit. How's it going over there in New England? you got to still be in a state of shock. Now, you sober up from St. Patty's Day, even if it's your self-imposed St. Patty's Day in your basement like me. But you lost Gronk last year, and now you lose Tom Brady. Now you look around and you go, Julian Edelman, and what else do we have here? Jared Stidham, and I think that that's where you start to go, wow, in Bill we trust, question mark? Because I, I said this last hour, there used to be veterans who would go to New England, and it might be a one- or two-year stop, but they had a chance to go to a Super Bowl every year. You knew you had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. You're not going to get that. I think that there are going to be veterans going, until I know who we have leading us here, because Tom Brady could get you to play for the Patriots. Because with Brady and Belichick, you knew you had a chance to play in the Super Bowl. And you could deal with Bill Belichick. You could deal with, you know, tough love. And I do think that that played a role with Tom Brady leaving. Now, I don't know if it's, hey, I'm going to show you, you need me more than I need you. I think he just wanted to enjoy the game. And... Bruce Arians is going to allow him to enjoy the game. They might not play for a Super Bowl, but that doesn't mean that this is not a success. In Brady's mind, if I'm going to play, I want to play and have fun. I got weapons. I got a coach who's going to trust me. I, I got somebody who's going to appreciate me. I got a city that's going to be you know, anxious to see me there, teammates who are going to be anxious to play with me, and the possibility here of Maybe playing in a Super Bowl. Hell, just going to a playoff game right now. That's a success. But I think Tampa is, is you know, before they got Brady, I thought that they were a playoff team. If they got Teddy Bridgewater, I thought that they were a playoff team. Jameis Winston, not a playoff team. Because he giveth and he taketh away. Yeah, Paul. You're talking about the Patriots, how phrases went there. Randy Moss was on TV last night, and he said the same exact thing. He went from Oakland where he said, I felt like every week I was just wasting my time. And he goes, and it gets you down and messes you up. Because when I got to New England, I thought, well, all I got to do is give some effort, and, and we're going. We're going somewhere big. We're going deep in the playoffs. He goes, it changes your whole mentality when you have expectations. The Patriots have gone to the playoffs 11 consecutive seasons. That's, uh, that's the record, 11 consecutive seasons. Tampa Bay has missed the playoffs 12 consecutive seasons. 
Cleveland Browns are your clubhouse leader with 17 consecutive seasons. Stat of the day, stat of the day, tap, tap, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Top. Robert Kraft thought his meeting with Tom Brady was going to be about a new contract, not his departure. When Brady told Robert Kraft he wanted to meet Monday, the Patriots owner thought it was so they could talk about a new contract. Brady instead met with Kraft to tell him he was leaving the franchise after two decades. Um, Brady said to Robert Kraft that he convinced me that it was best for him to move on and sometimes when you love someone like a family member, doesn't this sound like a like a police song sting? If you love somebody, set them free. Is that free, is, free, <laughs> set them free. Is that what Robert Kraft is? Is he quoting Sting here? As as Sting once told me, my good friend Sting, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the Sting. As Stuart Copeland so eloquently put together on the skins that he and Trudy over for dinner, I said. If you love somebody, Robert, you must set them free. Roxanne. <laughs> uh, the, whole, the whole spin on this is what, what I find interesting. We wanted Tommy back, but, uh, hey, I love him, and you got to set him free. You know? and, okay. I mean, what better way to say you love somebody? I think it's when you keep them, you kind of say that you really love them. But, uh they, they love Tommy, and they set him free to go to Tampa Bay. All right, McLovin, what's the poll question we're going to go with second hour? Okay, right now we have, are the Bucks contenders with Tom Brady? It's 50-50, which actually shocks me because they have so much talent there. Uh, we could go with, I still want to know the Cam Newton question. Who? Where does he start week one? Mm. Chargers, Redskins, Patriots, Bears, or none? I got all these people who are going against me. I got half of our audience going against me, or at least – Half of those voting in our audiences, they're not following me. Every year I try to give you one team to keep an eye on. It was at Detroit a couple of years ago, then it was Chicago, and uh, here I am, Buccaneers. Plenty of seats. I got seats in first class on the bandwagon here with my Buccaneers. What else you got, McLovin? I disagree with you guys on the Colts, by the way. I think Philip Rivers is great there because he never had arm strength. He never had any skills that a young man has. He's been an old guy since he was 23. He's great at pre-snap reads. But he right? has less I, weapons. He couldn't make magic happen with all mm. those weapons in, with the Chargers. he got a good offensive line. Like, they're becoming more of a conservative team. They run the football. You know, you got Marlon Mack. I don't think they, they gave up that first-round pick. For DeForest Buckner, and then you're going to pay him $21 million a year? Unless that, if, if your logic is, well, we got to shut down Derrick Henry, and that's why we're bringing him in, okay, I get it. But I don't know. I was, I was kind of surprised. I do love what happened in Buffalo yesterday. Here is the mayor of Buffalo, Byron Brown, on the news that Tom Brady is leaving the AFC. For those of you that want to celebrate Tom Brady leaving the New England Patriots and hopefully leaving the AFC East. There are no mass gatherings. Celebrate responsibly, celebrate <laughs> at home, and with less than 10 people. That's great. Celebrate responsibly as Tom Brady's leaving the AFC. I mentioned this to the Danettes yesterday after the show. You know, the networks. 
probably were watching this because I wondered if Brady would go to the NFC. Um, and if he went to the NFC, that helps Fox. If you stay in the AFC, that helps CBS. How many Brady games are on? Can we look at the schedule? You got Brady's schedule there? See, I think they got a really tough home schedule. It feels like the road schedule is a little bit easier. Yeah, no, they have the uh, they have the Chiefs. They have uh, Green Bay. Uh, let me see. Those are home games, games, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think they got a tough home game uh, schedule. Do they play the Patriots the following year? For some reason, I think they do. 2021? Yes, I think so. When we add a 17th game. Let's see. Home schedule, they have uh, the Rams, Chargers, Chiefs, Vikings, Packers, uh, you know, Saints, Panthers, Falcons. Okay. that That's difficult. That's There's five playoff games at there. Least, yeah, at least. Well, what about road? Road, lo- road sounded a little bit easier. All right. Well, Falcons, Panthers, uh, Bears, Broncos, Lions. Yeah. Uh, Saints, Giants, Raiders. Yeah. That's not that's not bad. I got us penciled in for 10 wins. So who are you taking out of the playoffs then? I don't know. I got to worry about You're that not, later. You can't do that yet? I'm not going to do that yet. <laughs> okay. I, I just know who's going in. Right. You're not doing the thing, Dan, where you pick before the season. You have everybody making the playoffs, even though mathematically it doesn't work. Everyone's 10 and 6. Even though there's not enough games for everyone to beat. I remember when Mike and Mike did that. And I went, wait, if you add all of it, you can't, you don't have enough games. Somebody's going to have four wins. Not everybody can go seven and nine, eight and eight, or if all goes well, (laughs) nine nine and seven. I went, their math didn't work. And those guys went to really good colleges, Northwestern and Notre Dame. I mean, they're not Brian Williams. Did you see what Brian Williams? Uh oh. The, uh, the uh, math thing? No, the $350 million <laughs> that Bloomberg spent to run for president. And then Brian Williams was on with a, a reporter from the New York Times, and they said, You could give everybody in America a million dollars. And I went, No, you. No, you can't. You give everybody about a dollar fifty. I just double checked in. You're right. You know what the best part of that is too is that it's not like he just said it off the oh. off the cuff and like just made a mistake. They had a whole graphic yeah. made up. They had like all this stuff. We're like, he's like, run the run the graphic, show the graphic. This is amazing. You get, you got to see this. And so that means like it went through like a producer, a graphics person, the director, like five people at least screwed up that math. But you. So you no three hundred and fifty people get a million, not three hundred and fifty million people get a million dollars. Yeah, because I'll tell you, I'm not Mister Political, but if Mike Bloomberg gives me a million dollars. Yeah. He's got my vote. Yeah, my vote. I don't care if he's uh, atheist. I don't care what. <laughs> he's in. He big can, guy. First guy to promise me a million gets it. Yeah, yeah. I'll put that out there. Yeah. You're not going to get that from Bernie. Yeah, no. Yeah. All right. We got our poll question, and we'll check in with uh, Boston Sports Radio coming up. Uh, let me see if there was anything else. Uh, who on the Buccaneers is wearing number 12 or was wearing number 12? Uh, Chris. Oh, Chris Godwin. Where's That's not going to last. Chris Godwin. Yeah. Would you, If you're Tom, do you go fresh number? Freshen it up a little bit like. Uh, no, it's TB12. Can't. But do. He's branded. A new version, like an like a, a private label TB thirteen, no, like a TB twenty one. Yeah, reverse it. TB twelve. Yeah, Todd. And what's a reasonable price to ask for? Or are you such a good guy with your new 
teammate that's won all these Super Bowls that you just give it to him and don't if get If you're Chris Godwin, I think you, you meet Tom at the airport with your jersey and with his name on the back and say, you're welcome, Tom. Yeah, Paul. If you're Godwin and you're single, you ask to meet any of Tom's wife's friends. <laughs> you can keep the 10 large. Well, now that Edelman's out of the picture, oh. you know, somebody's going to get spill over here. Giselle's got all of these single friends, you know, flaunting about in Costa Rica or Brazil. Does Edelman go south and play down there because he's running out of women in the New England area? Well, I wonder about him with age 34 here. And if you're Tampa, do you actually entertain Antonio Brown? Because Brady apparently put the word out that he wanted Antonio Brown part of this. This according to the NFL Network. Whether that's true or not, if I'm if I'm Tom, I, I don't want to have a slap in the face of those wide receivers. You've got two good tight ends, and you have two really good wide receivers. Draft alignment. The last thing I want to do is bring in Antonio Brown, and then he says the following. you got to give me my touches. I mean, that that's what it's all about. i gotta, I got to get my touches so I can show everybody I can still play. No, 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 no. I'd bring in Chris Hogan before I would. I, I, I Bring in Keyshawn Johnson. Wayne Krabat I'd bring in. White guy, possession guy. Got to have him. Yes, McLovin. That's why I was surprised he's not going to Titans. Don't they have Adam Humphreys? That was... I know. <laughs> that, was, that was Edelman Light, or Edelman's younger brother there. Edelman had a fu- has had a couple of funny responses about Brady leaving. He had the, uh, the Whitney Houston song. That then oh I will always love you, and and I I read it differently than you guys did. I think that Edelman was being genuine and sincere. The Danettes were just laughing when they saw this video that Edelman put together, and you know video clips of him and Tom and jumping into Tom's arms, Brady you know patting him on the head. They're on the sidelines. Edelman with a close up shot for about seven seconds. And I thought that he was being serious, that he will always love Tom Brady. And the dentists are like, uh, I think he's having fun with this. Yes, McLovin. How about trading for Christian McCaffrey? There's, like, trade rumors with him, and they kind of need to upgrade their running back. He's like a slot receiver and a running back at the same time. Okay, but what are you giving up? First rounder in 2024 when Tom's retired. Yeah, but why would the Panthers give the Bucks? Yeah, you know, in, in the player division? Like that. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a problem. Why don't you stand down, McLovin? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded good if it's just us in the room. The problem is there are other people listening to us. That's where we always get in trouble. So what do the Bucks do at running back? I don't I don't know. They gotta do something in offensive line. Like you can get somebody. I don't know what their draft status is. So they got picks, they got cap room. So you can find a running back. Get a second-round running back, third-round running back. I don't know. It feels like every team is littered with that. They're, you know, where did Howard go? He, uh, did he go to Miami? Jordan Howard? Yeah. Yeah, Dolphins, Jordan Howard. Okay. Two-year deal, $10 million. Yeah, because he was with the Bears, then went to the Eagles, and now with the Miami Dolphins. Miami's doing some interesting things. I don't know how good they're going to be. But it's not like Miami is tanking for Trevor. But who is going to be tanking this upcoming season? That's my big question. Or just who's going to be bad? Is Washington 
is Washington going to be bad? And then they're going to put themselves in a position where they can get a quarterback again. Probably so. Who are the worst teams in football, McLovin? Cincinnati is going to be bad, but they have Joe Burrow. Yeah, McLovin. Giants are bad. Real bad. Yeah, but they got a quarterback. The Do Lions. They? Do they? I think so. I, I, I guess if you say, if you have an opportunity to draft Trevor Lawrence and you're the Giants, would you do that? And the answer is yes. Yeah, Paul, or uh, McLevin. I had a question. The Broncos signed Jeff Driscoll to back up Drew Locke. That seems really thin and unproven as a quarterback room. Yeah, well, everybody says they're sold on their quarterback until there's another quarterback available. Like Chargers are sold on Tyrod Taylor. But if Tom Brady went there, suddenly Tyrod Taylor, we got some nice parting gifts for you. I would go into battle with Tyrod Taylor if I'm the Chargers and then draft my quarterback. And then I got a Band-Aid with that team. And then if you get Tua, Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, whoever it is, I would do that uh, instead of bringing in Cam Newton. Unless you said Cam is completely healthy, but I don't know if he ever will be. Even if he comes back from the foot injury, the shoulder thing is so tricky. Andrew Luck never really came back from that. It felt like that there was always that that shoulder issue was going to be there. And having sur- had surgery and I had a torn labrum, it's never the same. It gets you back to where you can play. And I'm just trying to have a golf swing or, you know, shoot a basketball. These guys are running from 300-pound linemen. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll check in with Glenn Ordway, great uh, radio host in Boston. How's this going over uh, in Boston after uh, Tom leaves? And what is plan B? for the New England Patriots at quarterback. Your phone calls are welcome. We'll get to those. Got a couple of neat Friday songs to play as well. 21 after the hour, right here on the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Bet Online still has hundreds of places to wager. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, all open 24 hours a day and all online. If you're into entertainment, you can still bet on American Idol, the election, the spelling bee, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Be sure to use promo code PODCAST1 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online for your full access wagering solution. Got some Meet Friday songs play for you coming up. I've been looking at all these stats that we have with Tom Brady, one of six active players who came into the week with at least 16 seasons playing for their current team. Three of the six will reportedly sign elsewhere today. Phillip Rivers with the Colts, Jason Witten going to the Raiders. That was kind of a sneaky why with Jason Witten to the Raiders, but Jason Witten playing uh, one more season. So Brady with 20 seasons with the Patriots, that comes to an end. Larry Fitzgerald. 16 with the Cardinals. Don Muehlbach, he is the long snapper with the Lions. He's been there for 16 seasons. Phillip Rivers with the Chargers for 16. That will end. Ben Roethlisberger, 16 years with the Steelers. 
and Jason Witten, 16 years with the Dallas Cowboys. So, got some uh, some long tenured uh, players there, uh, changing teams. Yeah, Paul. Did you say that guy Mulebach is a long snapper? Yes. So basically, when you're a long snapper, they can't really hit you anymore, right? I guess you have to run down and make tackles if you're a long snapper on punts, but yeah. on field goals, there's not much chance of you doing much. What a, what a great job. But what happens, though? Like, when do your skills diminish as a long snapper? Maybe the snapping part is the easy part, but eventually you, you have to run downfield a little bit and try to make a tackle on a punt, and maybe that goes away. It, it feels like there's a, an exact science. Like, a long snapper... You have to start out perfect and only get better. Yeah. If you're snapping on a field goal, like those guys never get mentioned unless somebody screws up. And then the long snapper, this guy's been around for 16 seasons with the Detroit Lions. How many career tackles does Don Muehlbach have as the long snapper of the Lions? That's a great question, Dan. <laughs> the Muehlbach, he's 6'4", 260. He's 38 and a half years old. You think old. his nickname is Mule? Yeah. Of course. But it's not because of his last name. <laughs> he has 20 career tackles. Well, Dan. we do get to see that side of him if you're talking about being <laughs> a mule. Whoa. Yeah, okay. Mulebach, Mule uh, 20 tackles. He's averaging a one tackle a year. Okay. All right. But he hasn't had one in three years. He's so saving he's, himself. He's slipping. All right. I got a Meet Friday song, then we'll talk to Glenn Ordway, a uh, great radio host. And he's as connected with Bill Belichick as anybody in that market. Here is Dell in Virginia with our Meet Friday song. When I came home Thursday night, shout out to Dennis, hey. I said I wasn't hungry, I want some A-U-double-A. I don't wish it, have you seen this? Shit. Just waiting for me Friday. That's pretty good. That's real good. That's really good there, Dell in Virginia. Uh, Mario says that he's got the brackets already made, but if you're, you, we have play-in songs to try to get into the brackets. They're play-in songs, and uh, you have until Sunday at noon, and then we start Meet Madness, the brackets, and we'll get to our final fork, and then, of course, the championship. Glenn Ordway, popular radio host on WEEI in Boston, kind enough to join us. Uh, if I told you a week ago that Tom Brady was going to Tampa, you would have said what, Glenn? I would have said there's a possibility, Dan, but uh, the world is upside down. The bars are closed, the restaurants are closed, and the New England Patriots are now just like another NFL franchise. I mean, it's all foreign to us up here. Totally different. Uh, totally foreign. You're as connected with Bill Belichick as anybody in that market. Did you get any indication before this was happening? Uh, as you know, <laughs> in the dealings you've had with Bill, Bill doesn't give away an awful lot. The one thing I will say is I thought all along there was the possibility that Bill Belichick was looking at this and saying the problem was not the weapons we had around Tom Brady. The problem was Tom Brady. We didn't get enough of him during the course of the week. The elbow issue uh, presented a, a situation where Stidham was getting the reps on Thursday and Friday. And I would not be surprised at all, because people keep on talking about Dalton and all these other guys. I would not be surprised at all if Bill Belichick is watching Jarrett Stidham every day and he's looking at it and saying, 
this kid can play in the NFL. There's probably more to the story than we know. Do you think that Belichick wanted this situation? No, I think he wanted Tom Brady back. I think he wanted Tom Brady on a year-to-year situation because Bill is very pragmatic. He looks at the uh, at, at statistics sometimes and odds, and let's face it, there's only one quarterback in the history of the National Football League that has won a game at age 43 or above, and that's Vinny Testaverde. He won two. Nobody has started more than eight games at age 43. I think Bill's looking at all of that information, and he's saying, okay, I love Bill. I mean, I love uh, Tom. He's great. He's terrific. He still can play at a pretty high level. But any day now, it could go south. And so I don't want to put myself in cap hell a year or two years from now and find out that six games into the season, the elbow goes, and Tom is not the same. I was wondering about the coincidence. Maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe it's not. I asked Chris Sims about this last hour that Tom goes from a coach who's polar opposite with personality, style, demeanor, everything about that. Is that just a coincidence in your opinion? I, 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 I think it's a coincidence right now. I think it's something that, you know, Tom's probably talking about with his buddies today saying, hey, this might be kind of interesting, you know, kind of a, a looser atmosphere. On the other hand, there was nobody that was more disciplined and played into that structure of discipline than Tom Brady. He was pissed last year because he didn't think the rookies, the young kids, were, were serious enough. And so I, I think that he might be looking at it smiling today, but let's see how it plays out, you know, once you get to, to camp with all of this. I really think it came down to Tampa Bay in that there weren't a lot of takers out there. I think most NFL teams, Dan, were looking at it the same way Belichick was. He wants two or three years at $30 million plus each year. We're going to lock him in for three years at age 43, 44, 45. I think that's the biggest problem that Patriots had here. Tom Brady wants to play until he's 45, albeit the greatest player in the history of the game. But he wants to play at least 45. He also wants the love and respect of being that greatest player. And Bill Belichick is operating a franchise with a strict system of value. And every year we need to be competitive. Two different agendas. I don't think they meet. Who has more pressure on them going into this next season? I would say back here in New England, it would be Belichick. I'm not sure that's going to play out nationally. I'm already seeing that uh, Vegas... Uh, I don't know how they're putting the odds up. They're closed, aren't they? But they're putting the odds up, and, and Tampa Bay's like the third highest on the board. People are going to talk about the Bucks having, you know, hosting the Super Bowl and yeah. actually playing in it. I think that's an awful lot of pressure. I really do for Tom Brady. I, 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 I look at it and say that Tampa Bay is now relevant. If I'm the Glaciers, I'm looking at it saying, we're now going to make an awful lot of money. We're selling season tickets at a huge rate. Many of them, by the way, are buying from New England. I've heard from those people. They're calling me up and they're telling me they're buying down there. And they're just <laughs> going to take the uh, flights back and forth. Were your fan also, base, were, you, were your fans upset yesterday? Was anybody angry about yeah. this? Yeah, a lot of anger. And who are they angry at? Well, I think uh, a lot of it was directed at Kraft. Um, you know Robert, a wonderful guy. I, he's been a great owner. He's a great business guy. And I think behind closed doors, he's looking at this as a business. He also wants to be loved and wants the fan base to love him. And he's hearing Stephen A. on ESPN yesterday kind of rip him and rip Belichick. And he calls him during the break and he says, be very clear, if Tom wanted to stay, 
then we would have worked it out, and he would have remained a New England Patriot, but Tom wanted to leave. And we got a lot of calls of people saying, what is he doing? You know, And I do think there's something to that, but why are you trying to spin it yeah. right now in that direction? So he's taking heat. Belichick will take heat. The difference is Belichick, I don't think, will care about the heat. He knows that he's going to be judged on how the team plays over the next three, four, five years, and I think he's going to be around for the next five years. If I could give you Brady, Belichick, or Kraft to interview on your show, who would you take today? Uh, Brady. Okay. <laughs> Brady. I mean, Wait, don't uh, you think Belichick would have an interesting take on this? No, he won't. He won't tell you anything, Dan. Okay. So what, what if you got? Is, what if you got total transparency? No. So you sit here and you <laughs> ask him the question: What happened? You know what Bill's going to say? Greatest quarterback of all time. He's wonderful. He meant everything to the organization. He's never going to reveal it. Okay. And I think even when he gets before the microphones in the next month or so, it would not surprise me if he says, I already made my statement. You read my statement. I still don't know about Malcolm Butler, so you're right. It's not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get any, any dirt from him. Somebody's going to give us the backs. There'll be a 30 for 30 on this eventually. Since we do a 30 for 30 on everything, there'll be a 30 yeah. for 30 on Brady, you know, versus Bill. And I guarantee you, he'll go to his grave never telling you what happened with Malcolm Butler. But see, I think the Patriots made the smart decision. You know, when when Robert Kraft and, and uh, you know, they you want to spin it now because you don't want to be the bad guys here. Hey, if Tom wanted to stay here. Well, the reason why Tom didn't want to stay there is you're not going to give him $30 million a year over the next three years. You, you made the decision for him. Brady did what you're supposed to do. I want this. You're not giving it to me. I'm leaving. Absolutely. And they wanted to change the offense on him because the offense is changing in the league right now. And I think they also want a cheap quarterback because if you look at Kansas City, Baltimore, that's how you do it. That's yeah. how Bill Belichick began this dynasty with a cheap quarterback that was in the sixth round. It allowed him to build the rest of the roster. The roster wasn't good enough last year, certainly the offense, with Tom Brady. And if Tom Brady gets that big money, you can't add a single soul to the offense. Where are you? Jared Stidham, your starting quarterback this season? I think he might be. I think all of this talk about going out and getting one of these guys, and I think you're going to find probably they'll bring in a veteran. Looks like the supply outdoes the demand right now with all these available quarterbacks, Dan. So I guess he would bring in whoever's one of the last ones standing that's willing to come in real cheap. But I think he's going to try to go cheap, and that's 750000 bucks at quarterback. And that allows you, as Kansas City has done and Baltimore has done over the last couple of years, if you've got a cheap quarterback, uh, Jared Goff out in, uh, with the Rams, they were able to do it. Cheap quarterback allows you to build everybody around him. Glenn, thanks for joining us, and uh, good luck with the masses today. <laughs> you got it. Always nice. good talking to you, Glenn. Man. Thank you, Glenn. Out of the boys. All right. One of our favorites, Glenn Ordway, WEEI Boston radio talk show host. Yeah, he's connected with Belichick, but... You know, privately, you might get a little bit there, but the fact that we still don't know why Malcolm Butler was benched before the Super Bowl, and it hurt them. I don't know if it cost them the Super Bowl, but you got your best or one of your best defensive backs, and he got benched, and we still don't know. Yep. If you look back at the story, I just looked up, there are reports, unconfirmed reports, that Malcolm Butler missed curfew, that he was out living it up. But none of the Patriots ever confirmed that story. Nobody really confirmed the story. And then there was other reports that Malcolm Butler had a bad week of practice, and it was as simple as that. 
and he was yanked. But he found out moments before the game. You saw him crying on the sidelines I know. I, during kickoff. I, so I don't know. I, the only thing I ever heard was curfew. He missed he, curfew. He said something like, I guess they don't believe in me anymore or something like that. You remember his some of his quotes mm-hmm. after that? Mm-hmm. What? Still one of the great mysteries where you go, wait, what's, what's happening there? And he, didn't he get in for one play? Is that like on special teams or something? Yeah. And then that was it. And then they benched. Yeah, like the first kickoff yeah, or something. I think that was about. it. All right, we'll come back. More uh, Meet Friday songs. We'll check in with the Tampa Bay, but my Buccaneers coming up in a little bit. And more Meet Friday songs right after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Every year, millions of men across America dread spring cleaning. But I'm here to tell you there were a couple simple steps from Tommy John, the revolutionary underwear brand that's redefining comfort. There's a way to play this out to your advantage. Step one, spring clean your underwear drawer and toss out your old-fashioned ratty underwear. Step two, treat yourself and upgrade to a few pairs of Tommy John underwear in the softest, most breathable fabrics you've ever worn. Step three, when your fresh underwear is delivered, slip into them and experience the no-roll waistband for a perfect fit. Tommy John obsesses over every little detail. I am at the point where I can wear nothing but Tommy John underwear. True story. The underwear comes with a no-wedgie guarantee. That's important when you're a nerd like me. They've eliminated visible panty lines for women, and their quick draw-fly has been proven to save men over 217 unfurling minutes a year. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Patrick for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash P-A-T-R-I-C-K for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Patrick. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at PodcastOne.com clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Got a couple more Meet Friday songs here. It's uh, Wing Wednesday here on the Dan Patrick Show. Yeah, despite Paulie's aversion to alliteration, because we like to call him illiterate, has a problem with that. Walter. Yeah. He doesn't want to be known as Paulie Paps because he hates alliteration. Paul so Paps. He's Walter Paps from now on. Name you after Walter Payton. Wing Thursday is also just as good. No, it's not. Just it's, the it's, same. No, it's Wings Day. Yeah, but they don't cost 10 cents a piece or a quarter yeah. a piece on yeah. Wing Thursday. They're a dollar each. I'd yeah. rather pay more to avoid alliteration. I think that we uh, just come up with our own T-shirt called Wings Day instead of Wednesday. There it is. Then that's not alliteration. You know, Wing Wednesday. I got uh, Tyler, the moderator. He handles the uh, chat row, and uh, he's out there moderating. Smoking and, and blocking people. Yes, he's, he's smoking some heaters. He's out there moderating the chat room, and he's uh, cooking some wings for us. And once again, McLovin misses out. Missed out on corned beef yesterday and missing out on wings today, McLovin. That is so unfair. Are you going to have, like, different kinds yes. of wings? Like they're, Korean They're just so of... good. Yeah. Yeah, they're just so good. Is this going to be every day? There's going to be some I think kind so. of delicious food? Until you get back. Oh. Yeah. I think it's Steak Thursday. I, I Now, let me see. What would it be? We have to do alliteration tomorrow. Uh, try Tips Thursday. There you go. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Turkey Burger Thursday. Uh, Dan in Minnesota is back. Hi, Dan. What do you have for me today? And what will garner more media attention, Brady joining the Buccaneers or when Favre joined the Vikings? Because when when Favre joined the Vikings, 
it was an absolute zoo out here. Uh, ESPN trucks and, you know, lining the streets of Winter Park, helicopters, following yeah. cars. Oh, I know. What, what do you think's a bigger deal? Um, I don't know. Let's see what happens when Brady gets there. Uh, but thanks for the phone call, Dan. Yes, sir. And I think you're supposed to be self-quarantined, aren't you? It sounds like Dan's out on the streets there. <laughs> I, just, I don't want to rat on him there, but I do have his, his phone number if officials want to contact him. Yes, Paul. When, when Favre goes to the Jets, Green Bay fans are not deeply hurt. He's gone and they've got Rodgers. But when he comes to play for the Vikings, that's yeah. different. If, you know, if Brady goes for one year and then joins the Jets next year, that would be similar. But, no, this is just the reaction, the media reaction. Oh. If Favre going to Minnesota in the division and he had the helicopters there, they get a police escort there. Uh, uh, Fritzy's offer up Filet Friday, Filet Mignon Friday. Fat guy Friday. Whoa, but not careful. whoa. <laughs> oh. Keep that eating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was crazy with Favre. Let me see. Got another. Uh, let me get to Jeff in Detroit. Hey, Jeff, how are you today? So, wait a minute. You say Fat Guy Friday is straight <laughs> to Jeff in Detroit. I see where you're going with this. But I don't know your size, way. Jeff. I don't know how if uh, you're big or not. Have you given your height and weight? I, yeah, like 2012. Official height and weight. Hi, I'm Jeff in Detroit. Five foot five, 200 and portly 87 pounds. <laughs> you're not 5'5". Five five. I'm 5'5". Five five. I'm, I'm five, 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 six on a good day if I got timbos on and the wind is going to the west. So, yes, I'm five, you know, I'm five, five. I'm kind of portly. I'm sitting up here thinking about <laughs> actually driving the, uh, where you guys are because I'm like, man, for late Friday, man, we can get that Traeger grill going with them burgers. And, oh, my, you, you guys just make it look so good. My goodness. Yep. Yep, that's what we do. I'm to come and visit, man. I know, I know. When, when, it, when it's safer to come visit, Jeff, we want you to come and visit. So I have to check that. That kitchen looks so sweet. That's the first thing I noticed. I'm like, dang, they got a sweet kitchen. <laughs> I know, I know. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, We got all the bells and whistles here, and uh, we're, we're taking precautions. I'm going to do the show from my attic on Friday. We just want to set up in, you know, in case – you know, we're all shut down and we have to be in our house. Uh, you know, so we're, we want to make sure that we're still here for you. And uh, we were over there yesterday afternoon. It brought back a lot of memories. When we first started this show and we were doing it out of my attic. And uh, that was a humble, humble experience. But it was the best thing, I think, for us because we got so close after doing that. And we didn't take anything for granted because most of us had come from ESPN where we had everything we wanted. And we're going up to my attic every day. And we somehow, we, we took uh, the wall out from two adjoining bedrooms and put glass partition in there. And it and it's the best sounding studio I've ever been in. We had windows. We had a view. I mean, we had it all there. Yeah, Stephen. I remember my first day walking up the back stairs and you opened the door and said, there you go. And it was like a, a Dell a computer and we're like oh my gosh like we really are building this from scratch and that's when it sort of hit me like wait a minute where are we going to get highlights from games where are we going to get you know all of these things that right you just take for granted at just a powerhouse like espn all of a sudden it was like whoa we're, we have to figure this out we have to find a way to get those things this is <laughs> all right let's get to work and those guys kept so much information from me because they you know the problems that we had 
there were times when I don't know if we were even on the air. I could confirm you weren't on the air. <laughs> your, your mic would go dead or something would go dead, and you weren't on the air. And Seton would be like, he's not on the air. I'm like, don't tell him. It can't help. But I would see Seton dive underneath the board, <laughs> and I don't know what he was, you know, all Paulie's going nothing. You know, he's like on the Titanic. Hey, no worries. No, we're good. Yeah, everything's good. good. Just taking on a little water. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't know. It feels like we're uh, – the water's up to my knees now here. But Seton would dive in there, and I'd go, what happened? And then, you know, they were sworn to secrecy. They're like, nothing, nothing. We're just checking, you know, checking some things here, making sure everything's buttoned up here. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, and she was talking about the sound. that We, we were beg borrowing and stealing back then. The, our, our great station, LA, KLAC, they would lend us some sound here and there. Going out, oh man, getting around things. Because you know what, you didn't even have like Instagram wasn't invented yet. Twitter was barely even a thing. Yeah. You know, Facebook. It wasn't like you could just go on to, you know, House of Highlights or whatever, and uh, you get every NBA awesome play that happens there, and you could just pinch that sound. Yeah. None of that existed yet. A little parched, but you know, there I am last night, and we're uh, recreating the studio the best we can, makeshift studio, and. Guys in the back, the big German, and uh, Alan, the IT guy. Even Dylan came over, our graphics guy. And Penny, the dog, came over as well. Good three-team parlay. Yeah. <laughs> so Friday, I might be uh, at home. Just want to make sure that we're able to continue broadcasting this show. All right, more phone calls coming up. We'll check in with my Buccaneers coming up. Final hour, Dan Patrick Show. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcast. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening. 